Hi and welcome to today's topic which is the metaphysics of emotional stress behind high blood pressure, also known as hypertension. Now blood pressure is the impact of blood that is pushed against the inside of the arteries as the heart pumps blood. Now basically the name says it all, but this element actually has a lot more to it than what meets the eye and the short text format. Now, Let's look at some of the deep down root causes of the emotional stress as well as psychosomatic causes behind blood pressure. So one part that I've noticed in my research is that, for example, you ask the client if this is you who is who's challenged with high blood pressure. For example, your mother could have felt tremendous anger that she tried to control and also hide while she was pregnant with you. And her anger actually caused waves of pressure to contract and then to release throughout the fluid that was stored in your body. Because remember, you are water. Now keep in mind that you are also in amniotic fluid, which is liquid base. And the source of your existence in this case, also which is your mother, feels anger. And this anger is then coming from the source of your existence. Then of course, you know, your mom found herself, for example, in arguments. She could have found herself in arguments with loved ones, people from in her external environment. So the anger comes from outside. Now, as a result, you find yourself feeling also stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? Your need for peace and comfort is met by anger, right? And also heightened emotions and also result feeling the pressure of that. So you do the math of the expression of this over a long period of time. So in the case of high blood pressure, you will emotionally find yourself also feeling powerless in your circumstances and also perhaps you suppress rage and aggression and the anger of that as a ripple effect, meaning you need to be pushed into a corner before you can express yourself confidently, right? So it's almost like needing a crisis before you can really truly say what it is that you need to feel and also to express your boundaries. So you also have a fear of being out of control and as the end result, you end up feeling overly controlling of others and also in your environment. Now, in some cases, you might actually also take a passive stance in circumstances that actually require you to be in control. And also then the absence of your control in these circumstances actually causes things then to escalate until your emotion hit your threshold for tolerating it only to revert back to your core coping mechanisms, which is anger. As anger has served you well in the past, getting things done, gaining respect, being heard, and also setting boundaries. Now, you might also still be grieving due to lack of love from your parents, always on the search for more love. And in this case, of course, your, your partners might actually make you feel exactly that, right? Emotionally distant and absent. Those are the kind of people that you might find yourself challenged by and also the people that you attract when all that you want is connection and love. Now, there also seems to be a great deal of stress in your childhood that has not been resolved. And this may also have caused you to feel defensive as an adult with the intention in hindsight actually just to keep yourself safe. Right? You like to be in control, which is your way of overcompensating for lack of control in your childhood. However, your ability to step into these characteristics normally need to meet by a crisis first, as we already discussed earlier. 
Now your parents might also have been occupied with problems and demands from others and responsibilities. And also, for example, even relationship problems between themselves, which distracted them from you. And you might also feel confused as to how to actually go about finding your peace, finding your happiness and your capacity and your ability to establish your identity and your personal space in your home, especially your personal environment has regularly been disrupted with either verbal or physically volatile reactions from family members, right? So you often turn or you could be turning to alcohol. You can be turning to addictive behavior, for example, just to take the edge off when life becomes too overwhelming as it's unconsciously triggering vulnerable and stressful memories. Now, the stress in your family life has also left you feeling very unsafe. Right, very unsure of when to relax and when to be on guard. So, of course, this also leaves you in a state of constant fight or flight. And this heightened state is also the reason why your low threshold for hiding your anger is playing a big role here. Now, you could also perhaps even resent being controlled by chaotic circumstances. Right, so your anger serves as a fighting force. Now, what could also be happening is this case is that you have a positive association with chaos, meaning you know how to show up in a crisis. You know how to show up when things are all over the place, when there is a crisis. That is when you know how to act and that is your place of comfort. So when things are relaxed and calm, unconsciously, you could also actually find yourself sabotaging that because you don't know what to do with this calmness. It is unfamiliar territory for you. It makes you feel inadequate. If anything, it probably makes you feel vulnerable. So of course, unconsciously, you could provoke or you know, be attracted to circumstances that's gonna cause you to feel that emotional chaos or you might have the chaos in your environment. However, you're gonna step right into that familiar identity of knowing how to act and react. And normally those circumstances also allows you then to tap into your anger which is where you find your source of confidence and your ability to express and say what you need to say and get done what you need to get done. Now, in this case, you also like to keep your own counsel, right? Choosing to cut yourself off from any possible support, right? You do not like to feel obligated to others and you also value your independence and your freedom. You know, betrayal and trauma also perhaps took, very, uh, took place very early in your life. And now similar issues are repeating in your personal relationships and you work harder to keep even more control of your immediate environment and also trying to keep negative people at bay. And you may also have made negative associations with love. We've already touched a little bit on this earlier in this discussion, right? So you often sabotage the love that you have in, in your life. For example, feeling conflicted by a desire for love and also feeling challenged by it at the same time. Unconsciously, you also associate love with anger. As moments when you needed love, instead you felt aggression or hostility from loved ones. So all in all, your need for love is met by people who will make you feel abandoned, rejected and isolated and triggering your fight or flight responses, which then triggers your anger or a deep need to run away. Yet, you feel like you cannot remove yourself from these upsetting circumstances, which deep down triggers cellular memories from your womb stages as well, because of the emotional patterns and stress that your mother already felt during your womb stages, and you already making associations with her anger and her feeling pressure in her life. 
Now, there's a part, big part of you that is also stewing on negative emotions and also negative thoughts. And you cannot let go of past injustices. Now, you might also be suppressing emotions to a point where it may have become explosive. Right? You often leave urgent matters to, to be decided at the last minute. Now, you also unconsciously create perhaps drama that resembles similar stressful situations from unresolved circumstances in your childhood, as that is where you found your place of perceived strength. Right? So it also depletes, unfortunately, at the same time, your inner peace. So in this case, what I'm trying to say is that in order for you to access your power, you're destroying your happiness at the same time. So key points to explore here with metaphysical anatomy healing technique or a modality of your choice is, for example, to start looking at when did the symptoms of high blood pressure start? What was going on in your life at that time? And what have you had enough of? Another point to look at is, did your mother also have high blood pressure while she was pregnant with you? And if yes, how did your blood pressure, how was your blood pressure affected during fetal developmental events? Because we know now to, do, to such a certain degree that the womb is not a barrier between the mother and the child. So also another point to look at is that your blood pressure during your womb stages may also have been greatly influenced by your mother's intense emotions. For example, such as feelings as anger, betrayal, suppressed control or feeling trapped in her life. Another question to ask is, did your mother perhaps feel under a great deal of stress or pressure from others while she was pregnant, right? Was she also perhaps even a stress head? Was she always perhaps creating a lot of pressure for herself? Now, another point to look at here is that, you know, you probably often also draw your own power from suppressed anger and the fear of the unknown. Now, how does this pattern keep you safe? What is it distracting you from feeling in your life that you perhaps don't want to feel if you didn't have all this external outside chaos to be distracted by? So another question is also is to look at, you know, for example, how did you feel when you have to do certain responsibilities in your life by yourself, knowing that you need support, however, you don't ask for it. Another point to look at is who failed you and how did that make you feel? Right? Explore resentment and issues and difficulties in forgiving others. Now, also explore your conception stages. For example, did your mother and your father feel suppressed or anger or rage towards each other? They might not necessarily have acted in that way. However, deep down, they could have felt that. Now, another point to look at is that you might have feel, felt challenged having had enough and wanting to give up. Right? So what do you want to give up on? Right? Which emotional resources do you feel that you're lacking that would have helped you to deal with your circumstances better? And this can be in the past when the blood pressure started, or it can be now when you feel that the blood pressure starts to spike. Now, another point to look at is what was your mother's environment like while she was pregnant with you? And how did that affect you in utero? Now, also, how does hiding your anger keep you safe or serve you? Or who does it keep you safe from? Who or what also resulted in you feeling so angry, right? What long-term issues made you feel angry and having trouble resolving this? And how does that pattern make you feel? Now, another point to look at here is that, do you feel that you, for example, are able to receive love, right? If not, then explore why. 
What happened when someone loved you or showed you love? Also, did you not, for example, know when and how to relax? And why do you always feel on guard? And also another point is that by whom and what do you feel pressured by? And how does being pressured make you feel? So in this case, you might say, well, feeling pressured makes me feel pressured. Take it one step back. How did you feel before you felt pressured? And then when you get that answer, how did you feel before you felt that emotion? Another point here to look at is that, for example, you could, in, in this case here with high blood pressure, you seem to also feel responsible for other people's happiness and their quality of life. Now, of course, it does beg the question, how does this feeling of responsibility serve you? Who made you feel this way? And how does it make you feel now? So all these points are good points to start to explore, to get to the root cause and the bottom as to why you have high blood pressure. However, also keep in mind that if you are an MIT practitioner or you, if you, you can do the level one online course or one of our live events, there you will also learn how to easily address this. And the fun part about metaphysical anatomy technique is that you don't need to know the root cause in order to find the solution. Now, also what you can have a look at here is because high blood pressure is very much connected to anger. So, of course, in this case, I have another video for you that I would love for you to have a look at if you feel called to. And that is the psychosomatic root causes of anger and how to deal with it. Now, another point that I want to mention here is that I'm sure that you're probably wondering by now, why do some people with similar emotional traumas and past histories develop high blood pressure and others don't? Now, there were aspects that, for example, I mentioned earlier, that there are points where a person has reached their emotional threshold and also their ability to emotionally and psychologically cope in stressful circumstances. Now, this coping mechanism, for example, has reached a point where the emotional stress has now started to surface as pain and has started to surface as the feeling, the emotional stress and the intensity of that has reached its peak. Now, in this condition could also be the result of a strong predisposition that's been activated in the biology due to extreme or long-term stress from your environment. So the best explanation and observation that I have found so far is the same for most ailments and psychological challenges that surfaces in a person's life. And that is that a person's threshold for enduring certain types of emotional and environmental stress has reached its peak, which made a person overly sensitive, also known in my teaching, in my teaching classes as a low threshold to certain types of stress and environmental factors. Now, a person with a high threshold for certain types of emotional stress or environmental factors, they will, for example, most likely have little to no biological reaction to the stress. It all depends on a person's predisposed threshold and how well a person can process stressful circumstances in their present life based on their biological resources, which is emotional and physical resources. So until next time, be the light that you are.